0: hey this is matt and you're listening to bluegrass jam along the podcast for anyone and everyone who loves bluegrass hey everybody this is your bluegrass briefing for monday september 11th 2023 um i'm back i've been away for a few weeks i've been off quite a lot in august and family stuff holiday stuff and so i haven't been there much but here we are we're back on it and i'm excited to be back it's been a while um news 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 i am off to rally in north carolina to ibma in a couple of weeks, because this podcast has been nominated for an IBMA award, and I'm super excited about that. Um, I can't wait. I've not been to raleigh I've not kind of been over to the states to any of the bluegrass stuff, and I am so looking forward to it. I can only make it over for three or four days, um, sort of Monday to Thursday. Uh, so I'm there for the awards ceremony. I'm there for like workshops, conference, as much as I can fit in, and I just it's going to be so exciting. If you're going to be there. Um, like, reach out, say hello, email me, matt at bluegrassjamalong.com, grab me on social media, say hello, if there's any of the podcast listeners going to be there, I would love to meet some of you, um, but that's going to be really exciting. Um, in terms of content, got interviews lined up, going to be doing some more tunes, I'm sort of getting back on it. Um, the first thing this week will be an interview with Tom Utes and Martin Simpson about their wonderful record, the hymn Green Willow, which is a bunch of folk songs collected over 100 years ago in Appalachia, and sort of reimagined and uh, done with a bunch of musicians from this country, when I say this country, I mean the UK and uh, the States, and just, yeah, really interesting, I'm looking forward to talking to them about that, I haven't recorded the interview yet, but that will be out this week. Um, Finishing touches on the Clarence White episode, which has taken longer than I expected, but that is coming very soon, I promise you, Uh, and lots of really cool stuff coming up, and some sort of bigger projects, um, a bit more like the... Doc Watson and Tony Rice specials. I've got a couple of things up my sleeve for end of this year, beginning of next. So lots going on, as always. But it's good to be back, and let's crack on with Church Street News. And the first thing in Church Street News... um, I saw one of my fellow students and artist works posted a message about a guy called Brad Farmer. Um Brad was a member of the Raleigh bluegrass community, performer, teacher, jam leader, um and just, you know, like a friend to a lot of the, the bluegrass world over there. He passed away unexpectedly in August at the age of thirty six. Um obviously I didn't know Brad, but I've seen a lot of people posting messages about Brad. Um and one of the things that I read was Marcel Ardan said that he met Brad soon after arriving in Raleigh. Uh, he said, he went out of his way to make sure I had a good time and felt welcome in town. It was a very kind gesture that I haven't forgotten. Um, I've just seen so many positive messages. I just wanted to mention that um, his family are establishing a scholarship in Brad's honour and collecting donations via Pinecone. Um, org, and they will set up a foundation to pay for music lessons for people of all ages interested in playing acoustic instruments. So I just wanted to raise that. Um, and just for those of you who knew Brad, you know, and... People who came across him, but for those who didn't, um, just to point that out and, yeah, share that link. I'll put the link in the show notes for anyone who wants to find out more or wants to donate to the scholarship. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Uh, Second thing is Sarah Jaros has a new record out next year in January called Polaroid Lovers. Um, And there's a single from that called Jealous Moon, which is streaming now. And I've added it to the the playlist, which is the link in the show notes. Um, I saw Sarah at Purbeck Folk Festival, which is a little festival on a farm. Down in the south of England Over the summer She was fantastic I've seen her Do a couple of songs As part of Transatlantic sessions before But I've never seen her Do a full set And it was absolutely glorious So I'm looking forward To the new album um, And I will tell you more About that When it comes around And maybe see if I can Find a way to get hold of Sarah And do an interview Because I would love To speak to her about that But that is it For this week's Church Street News (music) Which brings us on to the grass is new, which is the new releases bit. And there's a few bits um, that have come in over the past few weeks when I haven't been doing these. That I wanted to mention. First is a band called Birds of Play, um, Americana roots quartet based in the San Juan Mountains of southwestern Colorado. Cor- 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 Can't even say it's Colorado. Um, and they're influenced by artists like the Wood Brothers, Punch Brothers, and Andrew Bird, and yeah, interesting record. I haven't had a chance to listen to it much yet, but um, I'm going to dig into that. I've added a track to the playlist, gonna have a listen. But yeah, Birds of Play. Um I'm yeah, I'm gonna go have a listen to that. That sounds really cool. Uh, next, East Nash Grass, their album Last Chance to Win is now out. I was supposed to have had an interview with them in the can by now, and it didn't happen for various scheduling kind of reasons, but we're gonna get back on that and I'm gonna to speak to um them and we'll put something out in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Uh, But that's a great record, really enjoying that one, there's a lot of fun stuff on that, some cool playing, some cool singing, some great songs, Last Chance to Win, go and have a listen to that, there's tracks from that on the playlist too. Um, There's a track by Billy Strings and Molly Tuttle called Listen to the Radio, streaming now, and I've added that to the playlist too, and it's from an album called More Than a Whisper, celebrating the music of Nancy Griffith, which is due out, end of September, early October, I'm not sure exactly when, on Rounder, but that, that sounds fascinating too um to go listen to billy and molly and that is on the playlist and the final thing uh wyatt ellis has another single out which is called get lost and features jake workman and i've added that to the playlist too um hopefully going to go and see wyatt at part of the bluegrass ramble showcases when i'm over in ibma uh yeah it'd be really cool to have a listen and see what he's up to but yes that's the new stuff at the moment um I will be doing these every week from now on, as always, and getting you some new releases to add to that playlist and some music to hit your ears. But that is it for new releases this week. Which brings us on to Scroll On Buddy. Um, and I think this is just stuff I've seen you know, on various social media, wherever something that's grabbed my eye made me think about something that I wanted to share. And there was a post from Alexander Graff over on Instagram of him playing just ridiculously fast flatpicking picking guitar. And, but then in the caption, talking about why, when he was younger, speed was everything. And now he actually finds a lot more joy in playing slowly. And it's just really interesting because I think so much of social media is people picking really fast and guitarists i've talked to like jake eddie you know so you go and see a show of jakes and jake said you know i'm not going to play much over 120 bpm um which is still pretty fast for people like me but you know when people can do tunes at 180 120 is pretty laid back and it's an interesting conversation because like what grabs people's attention is often speed and what we think of when we're younger and but just tone and taste and timing and, you know, all the things Tim Stafford talks about, really, there's five Ts. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, go and listen back to the Tim Stafford interview recently. But um, yeah, I just, it's really interesting because, you know, I'm constantly trying to work up playing tunes faster and, but at the same time, holding on to tone and, yeah, so it's just, it's always interesting when people talk about that balance between playing fast and not and anybody raises that, it sort of grabs my ears and yeah, just you know, be interesting to hear what everybody else thinks and how you approach it and whether fast picking gets your heart racing or whether slow soulful picking gets you going whether there's some players you think can do both whether, you know, just, yeah how you feel about it, let me know get in touch via social media I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook I am on threads, occasionally um, and you can email me, matt at bluegrassjamalong.com always nice to hear what other people think uh, and if you get any interesting responses I'll mention them next week <laughs> Which brings me on to what I've been listening to this week, and what I've been listening to this week is not necessarily particular artists or whatever, but what I've been listening to this week has been CDs, and that might sound a bit ridiculous, but yeah, like 15 years ago, I got rid of all my vinyl because I didn't have room for it. I, I never sat down and listened to a record in that way anymore, at that sort of volume through a proper stereo, and you know, and I didn't, I didn't miss it. I, I miss the physical thing of vinyl, but I just don't... I didn't listen to music that way anymore. Uh, and eventually, I ended up getting rid of my stereo and all my CDs, or most of them, um, because I just never... Life was busy. I didn't have time to sit and listen in that way. I'd sort of got into the habit of listening to stuff streamed or on shuffle or whatever. And and I just find myself really missing it. I found a box in the attic that had a copy of uh, Tone Poems on David Grisman and Tony Rice that I kept... Because it has a beautiful booklet with it. And I found myself missing not only just the physical thing of putting a CD on, but also like the, that thing of choosing like an hour's worth of music in one go rather than choosing tracks or a mix. or And then getting the liner notes out and reading them and thinking about it. And, you know, then I bang up to date is I'm doing the interview next week with um, Tom Utz and Martin Simpson about their new record. And I got a physical copy of it. And it's a beautiful, beautiful set of packaging and a really... Long book of notes with an essay written by Ted Olsen. And it's just, it's great. I miss that thing of a physical relationship with the music. And so I bought a second-hand CD player off eBay. And I've dug out some of my CDs that I kept. And I'm going to buy a few more. And maybe buy some new stuff on CD as well. Buy some artists, some new things. Like, I don't know, to Get the mighty popular record on CD. And actually start buying music again. I'll still stream stuff. We all do. But, I yeah, just, I don't know. It feels like a good thing um so that's it that is this week's episode all the usual stuff applies at the end um go to the website bluegrassjamalong.com for all the fiddle tunes list of interviews links to everything uh you can find me on social media by there as well and yeah one favor for me if you can if you like this podcast and you enjoy this please just share it tell a friend tell somebody share it online whatever because it really helps spread the word which helps keep this going um I love doing this and I'm going to do it anyway. But if you recommend it to your friends, please, please do. It makes such a big difference to me and helps get the word out. That's it. I'm going to see you later in the week uh, with the first interview of the new batch. Um, Have a great week. I will see you soon and happy picking.